1: If you need a break from the everyday same old, same old, we want to be your home away from home. With comfortable rooms, a great breakfast, and a super fun indoor water park, the Wingate of Missoula is the ideal place for a quick getaway without having to go away. Let us give your family a little quality time together, or ask us about our birthday parties. Work like an adult, play like a child, and sleep like a baby at the Wingate of Missoula.
0: Papers, papers everywhere. I'm old school. I like my live reads on paper. I could do it on the computer and all this, but if you're ever wondering why I got stacks of papers, because I like to read the thing off the paper. This is kind of how I'm wired. Nuana now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as all around the great state of Montana on SWX Montana Television. If you want to watch us on your cell phone or your tablet or your computer, Whatever you might want to use as a streaming device, you can go to our live stream and listen in. Or you can watch us on YouTube as well. But just go to 1029ESPN.com. There you will find the uh, Listen Live tab. Just click on that, and you can listen from anywhere in the world. The live stream is presented by Opportunity Bank of Montana. If you want to give us a call or send us a text, 406-361-3688. That's 361-3688. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, we talked some Big Sky Conference and FCS Spring Football, what it might mean for the state of the program and the state of uh, the various head coaches that are playing in the Big Sky Conference this spring season. We also had a little bit longer version of Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, the Crystal Red Pass. She spent two segments with us talking about the way that the women's league uh, in Big Sky Basketball is starting to comb itself out and some of the clarity we we're receiving. We also gave you some, not all-conference picks, but all conference nominees uh, as well. So if you want to find anything from the first hour of the show, please go check out our podcast, Nuwana's Now. Podcast is available on all of your various podcasting platforms. It's also available on our station website. That's 1029ESPN.com. Podcast is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications as well as the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. It's time now for our Coach's Corner. Ronnie who is the second-year head coach from Idaho State, the men's basketball team. The Bengals, they host the University of Montana men's basketball team tonight. Coming into the year, I don't know if very many people thought this was going to be a matchup between a 7-3 and three Idaho State team and a 5-9 and nine Montana team, but it is the Idaho State Bengals that have the better record. That said, 19 wins in a row for Montana in this series. It's been more than a decade since Idaho State beat Montana. And uh, these are big games for the Grizz for a lot of different reasons. I think that there's still an outside shot if the Grizz were to win out that they could get up into that fifth spot and get a buy in the tournament. But more importantly from a historical perspective, Montana's had uh, 12 winning seasons in a row. Uh, Montana has had winning records in Big Sky Conference play for 17 seasons in a row. And so now they're kind of knocking on the door of all those things to expand the streaks. They're going to need to really do some work here. But Idaho, who they closed the season out with, is defeated right now. They have no wins so far this year, so there's an opportunity for Montana to get a couple there at home. But I also think that Idaho State is a very interesting study because Idaho State, they are 7-3 in Big Sky Conference play, but they have not played Weber State because of a cancellation, Eastern Washington because of a cancellation, Southern Utah they have not played, and they've not played Montana State because of a cancellation as well. So Idaho State has dodged four of the best teams in in the league. That said, Ryan Looney's done a good job in his second year at Idaho State. They have a winning record right now after finishing in last place in the league. And so they have done a good job remaking their roster, remaking the culture. So this is Ryan Looney's debut right here on Nuana. now I talked to Idaho State's men's basketball coach earlier this week. Going out of the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. It's time for our coach's corner, presented by Opportunity Bank of Montana. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. We welcome in Ryan Looney. He's a second-year head basketball coach for the men's basketball team at Idaho State. And this is his first appearance here on Nuwanez Now. But I was just telling him before we started the interview, we actually have crowds pass a long time ago. But, Coach, we appreciate you taking some time. How are you?
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. Things are great here.
0: Anybody listens to this show regularly, they know that my career started out as a sports writer in Ellensburg, Washington. I was the sports editor of the Daily Record in Ellensburg. And my second, maybe third year there, the Central Washington University men's basketball team had one of their great seasons ever. And uh, Greg Sparling did a great job. He got Central Washington all the way to be the number one seed in the West Region in the Division II ranks the number one seeds they host the regionals and so uh the all the best division two teams from the west came to ellensburg and it was a really really fun tournament but i remember those top seeded wildcats they got knocked off by seattle pacific well coach looney was at seattle pacific at the time so we actually crossed paths some 10 or 11 years ago uh but coach welcome to the big sky first of all i know that uh, last year we didn't get a chance to catch up with you much but uh Compare and contrast. I mean, what's, the, what's the path been like from where you came from at Seattle Pacific uh, and then also stop at Point Loma to then now being in the Division One ranks and coaching at Idaho State and coaching a Bengals team that's doing quite well this year?
2: Yeah, um, it's been a wild ride uh, to get to this point. Um, my head coaching career actually started at my alma mater, NAI School, Eastern Oregon. Um, from there, uh, spent seven years at Seattle Pacific, Um, and you mentioned that great game with Central Washington. Uh, It felt like, especially those early years at SPU, uh, anytime Seattle Pacific, Central Washington, Western Washington uh, were involved in a game, uh, those were uh, monster games, Uh, huge crowds, uh, great rivalries. Um, Fortunately enough for us, we were able to come out on top in a lot of them. Uh, but that one particular game was a huge moment uh, and kind of building block for our program. We had a freshman point guard who, at the end of his career as a senior, uh, became MVP of the league, but that night was kind of his uh, coming-out party. Um, after leaving SPU for a lot of reasons uh, that had nothing to do with basketball, our family decided to move to San Diego, took over the job at Point Loma. Um, program, I wouldn't say was struggling, but maybe – lot of mediocre seasons, uh, thought that we might live, uh, on the beach in San Diego for the rest of uh, my career. Uh, and then we got good really fast, went to the division two national championship game, uh, got an opportunity, uh, to coach at the division one level here, uh, at Idaho state, um, and jumped all over it. Uh, and I think we're excited about where we're at right now. Uh, we've moved, uh, up in the standings, we think relatively quickly. Um, And it's been kind of an interesting wild ride trying to build a program with great culture during a global pandemic. Uh, I've experienced a lot of things in the last 12 months that I thought would maybe never be possible uh, in coaching. Uh, And you asked me a lot of differences uh, between coaching at the Division II level and coaching here in the Big Sky at Idaho State. I don't know if I can really answer that question yet because things in the world are just so much different right now right uh it might be uh years down the line before i can really truthfully uh answer that uh, i think for us and our family the big difference is we've gone from living 10 straight years in seattle or san diego to moving to smaller college type town uh, in pocatello and a lot of days needing to be isolated in our own home so life uh has been a lot different uh and basketball has too but most of it just because of all of the protocols we're trying to follow because of
0: COVID. Yeah, no question. Well, one other uh, interesting sort of web that we weave, and this is one of my favorite parts about sports is all the crossovers. When you're at Point Loma, you coach Dalton Thomas and Dalton Thomas actually has some Montana ties as well, his older sister. Jasmine was uh, one of my favorite players I've covered at Montana State. She was a big sky MVP there for the Bobcats. His aunts, uh, both Brooke and Blythe Thomas, they were both great players back in the early 90s for the Bobcats as well. So it's funny how when you're in, college sports for a while everything everything seems to cross over but coach let's talk about your team last season you guys um, had a little bit of a rough year but you went out with a bang you guys were one of the only teams that finished the season in the entire country with a win you guys got a win as the 11th seed at the big sky tournament in boise 64 62 over northern arizona and that looked like you were maybe primed to make a run and then everything gets shut down but You guys are having a good year this year, so do you feel like that ending last year set the tone coming into this year?
2: Well, I've spent a lot of time kind of joking around uh, about last season. Um, Obviously, it didn't end or go the way necessarily that we hoped it would have, but there was a lot of hurdles that we needed to overcome. Um, I got here permanently on May 1st, 2019. On that day, we had six players on the roster uh, and two of them were walk-ons. So we needed to scramble, put a staff together, uh, put a roster together, uh, and not very much uh, time. And then we got into the fall uh, in our first few days of practice. Uh, our What would have been our starting five man had a stress fracture in his foot. We had to sit him out the entire year. Uh, a guy who most likely would have started for us at the four and Dax and Carr didn't get a waiver from the NCAA, so he had to sit. Uh, as well. Uh, Ballant Moshon, who was a pretty good player here at Idaho State for a number of years, had to have a shoulder surgery. Uh, So before we ever even played a game, uh, we had three players that probably would have been starters for us out uh, for the entire season. So because of lack of experience, a totally new group, uh, we played a ton of close games, came up on the losing end uh, in a lot of them. Uh, Regardless of what our record uh, said it was last year. We thought just because of the guys that we had sitting out, uh, some of the guys that had committed to us early, uh, we thought we could take a jump uh, in year two. Uh, And I think we've done that uh, so far. Um, But, yeah, I I think that last game of the year last year, at least we left with a good taste in our mouth. Um, I've been joking around uh, for... Uh, A long time, like my last two years coaching at Eastern Oregon, we played in the NAI National Tournament. Uh, I went to Seattle Pacific for seven years, and all seven years we played in the Division II National Tournament. Uh, Then went to Point Loma and years two and three. We were in the Division II National Tournament, went all the way to the National Championship game, and then a long career. Last season is the only year I ended with a win. So, Amazing. so, we think, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, um, all jokes aside, yeah, I think it left a, at least a good taste in our mouth uh, after a long uh, season. Um, but we also knew that we had some good pieces uh, that were going to be able to help us this year that were already in the program uh, last year. Daxton Carr is uh, turned into our best defender, he can guard multiple positions. Braden Parker is an interior scoring presence for us um, and is having a great year. Both those guys are only sophomores. Uh, being able to bring back uh, Tara Cool, Austin Smaley, Malik Porter, who got a ton of experience last year, uh, was big for us. And then I think our staff did a good job just kind of adding uh, the right pieces Uh, to go with uh, the rest of those guys, which was interesting. We had to do it in a much different way during a pandemic, not being able to go out on the road doing home visits or even bringing them to campus. Um, A lot of guys and their families trusted uh, what we were trying to build here, and we're thankful for that because we we think we're having some success right now. Uh, We know that we're moving in the right direction, uh, but we know we still have a long ways to go to get to where we want to be.
0: It's our Coach's Corner, presented by Opportunity Bank of Montana, Ryan Looney, joining us on the Rangage Brothers RV phone line. He is the head coach for the Idaho State Bengals, and his team hosts the University of Montana this week, Thursday, 7 p.m. and and uh, Saturday at 11 a.m. And, Coach, let's talk just a little bit about this sort of the makeup of your team. Have you changed anything stylistically coming into this year, or do you feel like it's just a matter of having a more stocked roster and guys just being more familiar with your coaching staff? because right now you guys are 7-3 and three in league play and you're fully in the mix for a buy at the Big Sky Tournament. So what's been the biggest difference this year and how have you guys been able to actually turn the corner and have some success now in year two?
2: I don't think we've changed uh, what style I want to play uh, too much. Um, obviously, we tweak things uh, at least a little bit from year to year based on our personnel. Uh, honestly, what we've got going uh, right now is uh, experience. I mean, we started out the year 0-4. Uh, uh, we needed a little bit of time. Uh, we've got 13 brand new guys uh, on this roster that had never played in a Division One game uh, before this season started. Uh, I think the thing that I've been most impressed with, uh, with our group, um, with the choppy schedule, the pauses, cancellations, delays, I've been so impressed uh, with the flexibility of our group. They just keep coming back uh, every day, regardless of if we've got to practice for longer because the game's canceled. Uh, there's even been times where I've added a game to our schedule uh, at the last minute, and our guys just keep adjusting. Like I said, keep being flexible, keep coming with a smile on their face, keep trying to get a little bit better uh, each day, and I think for people that have followed our team and have been able to watch that, uh, you can see it. I think from week to week when we step on the floor, uh, I think it appears like we're getting uh, a little bit better. And and I give all credit to our players uh, for exactly what I said, just for maintaining a positive attitude uh, regardless of it's game day or practice day, a weight room session, session, just coming with a worker's mentality trying to improve.
0: Ryan Looney joining us. His Idaho State Bengals. And they host the University of Montana men's basketball team this weekend. Coach, what's your thoughts on the Grizz? I know last year uh, Montana posted a pair of wins over you, but then you had an, a, a, ma- a rematch that I think was going to be a really great game at the Big Sky Tournament, and then never happened because of the uh, cancellations before the quarterfinals. But uh, this year's Grizz, uh, they've been fighting an uphill battle all year because of a variety of factors, mainly just youth. So, what's your overall impressions of this Montana team that's visiting Pokey this weekend?
2: Well, I think here's what I can say. Um, throw records completely out the window. We have great respect uh, for Coach DeKir uh, and Montana's team. I think it's been close to a decade and a half since Idaho State has beat Montana in men's basketball. Uh, so honestly, I've got nothing but positive things to say about them and their program. Um, we have to take the next step uh, and try to find a way to knock them off.
0: Is that a motivating factor because Montana has been the cream of the crop in the big sky conference, uh, particularly the last 10 to 15 years. So, um, do you feel like your guys have an opportunity to really raise their level of play, even if the team across from you maybe doesn't have that great of a record. I mean that Montana, it's still Montana. It's still, it's still the team that's gone to the NCAA tournament the last two times the big sky a team. So, I mean, do you hope that's a motivating factor for your guys? Yeah,
2: I hope so. But honestly, Coulter. uh, we've taken that approach with everyone. We've played, um, in recent years, almost everyone's kind of had Idaho state's number. Uh, we're trying to build a culture and, and change that trend, not just with our matchup against Montana, but almost with everybody, uh, that we're playing. And on some weekends we've done a really good job with that. Uh, some weekends we've been really inconsistent, played great one game and maybe not uh, the other. So, Uh, Like I said, we got great respect for Montana. We know that they've got a good team, uh, really talented young players. Uh, We're going to have to be at our best uh, to be able to beat them, but I don't know that that's necessarily any different than a lot of the other uh, series that we've played so far this year. Certainly,
0: Big Sky Conference is competitive from top to bottom. Coach, we'll get you out of here on this. It is our Coach's Corner, presented by Opportunity Bank with Idaho State head men's basketball coach Ryan Looney. What will be the keys for your team this weekend if you are to come away with some victories?
2: Yeah, we've, uh, we've obviously watched a ton of film, uh, shared that uh, with our team. Um, Montana has a, a unique roster. Uh, a lot of long athletes, like in the four or five positions that they're playing. Um, we're going to have to do a good job with our matchups on those, uh, and in a lot of different ways. I mean, some of those guys are hitting consistently, like 15-foot jumpers. We're going to have to do a great job taking those away. Uh, A lot of them can put the ball on the floor and drive it at uh, our bigs. We're going to have to make sure we can contain that as well. We're going to have to block out, keep them off the glass. Uh, And then a lot of those young guards are pretty dynamic. Uh, Whitney's a good player. Uh, Beasley and Vasquez are really shooting it. Um, Cam Parker's doing a good job uh, assisting to his teammates. Uh, We feel like we have a good game plan. Uh, We know uh, exactly what we want to try to get accomplished, uh, but we know that we're squaring off against a bunch of talented guys too.
0: Coach, this has been great. Thanks for taking so much time for us. We really appreciate it, and uh, best of luck this weekend. You're welcome back anytime, and uh, hopefully we're crossing our fingers, but we're banking on it. We'll catch up with you in Boise here in a couple weeks.
2: Yeah, sounds good. appreciate you having me.
0: There you go. Coach's Corner presented by Opportunity Bank of Montana. Ryan Looney, second year basketball coach for the Idaho State Bengals. His team tipping off against the Montana Grizzlies here in about an hour and a half. And so we'll have a little bit more on those matchups. Montana State. Women were supposed to be playing Idaho. They're not. It's been canceled. But we interviewed Coach Benford this week, Trisha Benford as well. And Montana State is back in action after having 10 days of quarantine because of COVID issues. And they will play tomorrow night against Idaho. So we'll hear from both Danny Sprinkle and Trisha Bidford from the Bobcats right after this.
1: Connect to more.
0: Welcome back. Listen to Nuana is now right here on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. You just heard it in the news there. Montana State, Idaho women called off. But I did talk to Coach Bidford, Trisha Bidford, earlier this week. We're going to play this interview because although the games are not happening tonight, we're not actually previewing the action that will take place tonight. I do think that Montana State and Idaho State will be be on a crash course to play each other, either the, either the semifinals or the finals of the Big Sky Tigers tournament in Boise. And it's been a great rivalry. I think there's good context here on both sides uh, for the Big Sky Women's League. Here's Trisha Binford from earlier this week. Diagnosing games that will not in fact happen, but still some good insight into her team and the matchup with the University of Idaho. We go now to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line, as we do pretty frequently these days, to talk to Trisha Binford. She's the 16th year head basketball coach for the Montana State Women's Basketball basketball team and her team coming off an absolutely thrilling game. Truly one of the best games I've watched all year. I was actually in Missoula in person watching the Grizz men's game, and uh, it was a non-competitive affair. Eastern Washington was all over Montana. So I said, you know what, I'm going to watch the good game. And I turned on Idaho State at Montana State, and uh, it turned into an absolute thriller. So, uh, Coach, we'll get into some of the details of your guys' 88-81 win in overtime over Idaho State. But just broadly, I mean, that must have been a really fun game to coach in and be a part of.
3: Well, I'm glad that you entitled it fun because it was a roller coaster of every single <laughs> motion throughout the game and <laughs> the contest. But, um, you know, we went through the trajectory of we got in control of the game. We had a pretty decent lead. Are we going to put this away? Then they started chipping away. We started making mistakes. I'm sitting there thinking, are we going to find ways to lose games? This was kind of an early Montana State kind of uh, playbook for us when we started the preseason and then all of a sudden uh, two missed free throws and we had a chance and uh, Torrey hit a big shot and and we were back to the the mental part of you just have to find ways to finish games and we had some veterans kind of take over in the crucial minutes which was Torrey and Darian
0: I mean roller coaster is absolutely the way to describe it I mean your team is down 17 to 4 and then you go on this insane run that lasts like a quarter and a half to take a 12-point lead to halftime, but then all of a sudden you're down three with less than 30 seconds to go, but then, like you say, Tori Martel hits the buzzer beater. so it was an absolute great back-and-forth game, but I asked Tori this, uh, your lone senior, after the game, I asked her, you know, before the conference play started, I know that there was some good optimism of what this Montana State team could be, but coach how do you how affirming was it to to beat uh, the top team in the league and and to to kind of go in now to this stretch run with with some momentum off of a huge win
3: well affirming is a, a great way to put it and um you know we just we had gone through a pretty strong month of getting a lot of wins in a row and we just weren't quite sure as far as where we were at with truly getting tested, and you know, we we had learned a lot from the Thursday game, which we really felt like we were just so impatient and forcing, uh, forcing offense, not not doing what we had done in the last month as far as sharing the ball, touching a lot of people's hands, and credit Idaho State of really locking down Tory that Thursday matchup. I thought that really kind of threw us off, and we didn't respond well, and we were in that game with about four minutes to go playing, in our opinion, very poorly. And uh, so we were pretty confident with the Friday practice, how the kids responded in that practice going into the game. But, uh, you know, the the true tests are um, just being able to lock in mentally possession by possession. And I think that's still where we're growing with our underclassmen, because that is gonna be the grind of the Big Sky tournament. And what a great time to be going through uh, those
0: kind of challenges in, in preparation since it's so close. Trisha for joining us on Nuwanez Now. She is the head women's basketball coach at Montana State University. Her team playing a pair against Idaho this week. So, I mean, that leads me right to my next question, Coach. The fact is that the uh, the road doesn't get any easier, but you have to love that you're going to get some of the top teams in the league heading into the tournament as sort of a tournament prep.
3: Well, absolutely. You've got you've to sharpen the saw right now. You, you can't have a, a team with uh, the, the mistakes on board right now. You've, you've just got to have a clean defense. You've got to be at uh, your sharpest moment on that on the floor, making teams earn what they're getting and just really locking into possession battles. Uh, because the kids are going to get hot in the tournament and everybody's going to know each other's action. And, and so that's why the breakdown's just got to be off the board and you just got to be finding ways to, to earn shots at that point. You know, people are going to be so familiar. Uh, with that being said, uh, we're excited about this week. I know it's going to be a very different look from Idaho State. I mean, Idaho State is action, physicality, um, all over the board on the interior, whereas... Uh, and very patient from the perimeter, whereas Idaho State uh, loves three ball, really stretches the floor, really spaces well. Um, but uh, there's some similarities on the defensive end as far as uh, they do both do a great job of keeping the ball out of the paint and how we're going to be patient enough to get those paint touches. So uh, excited about the challenge, obviously, this week. Uh, everybody's watching as far as where everybody's at in the standings, so they're big gains for us. Um, But more importantly, it's about kind of getting all of our pieces uh, back on the table. You know, we were able to get a Sky Lindsey back for some small minutes on Saturday. And I thought she was uh, a big difference from our Thursday to Saturday performance, just getting her power play. So if we can get all those uh, kind of things uh, hitting at the right time in the next two weeks, I think that's really exciting for us as well.
0: This Idaho team, distinctly different than the team that uh, won the league two years ago. That team was so spectacular to watch. The way that they shot the ball was, I mean, among, quite frankly, the honestly the best in the history of the league with Taylor Pierce and Michaela Ferens. But what have you thought of the way that yeah, John Newley has sort of reloaded this roster? Because uh, he played a couple outstanding players really early, like Gina Markson and Beyonce Bay, and now they're getting a little bit older. And uh, it seems like he was able to overturn that roster pretty quickly and add a lot of talent and have Idaho right back towards the top of the league.
3: Well, and he just does a great job of uh, recruiting kids to his system, right? So he does. He kids have the green light. Uh, He's going to recruit shooters. He's going to recruit kids that can put the ball on the floor. And and uh, really, for us, it's just it's respecting the three ball, but it's also we need to stay true to what our identity is defensively. And I think that's where they get a lot of teams. You know, they get kids flying out at them, and then they get direct lines on top of the three ball, and you just got to really, uh, really lock into your identity and, um, you know, going into our practices this week, it's been for underclassmen of just making sure it's very clear how fast this game is going to be and how urgent we need to be on the defensive end because uh, their action is really good. There's a lot of interference and brush and handoffs and split screens and it's just going to continue coming and just trying to get you out of positioning. Um, and we're just going to have to be really, really disciplined on that end of the floor. But um, I think for fans, I was trying to trying to guess, but culture maybe you can try to get the best estimate of how many possessions are there going to be in this game because both teams do not mind this being a little bit faster pace of a game. So I think that there could be some really a lot of possessions. There's going to be a lot of long rebounds because you've got two teams on the floor, that are in the top three on three-point attempts. And so uh, our accuracy has been pretty solid. So hopefully we're shooting the ball well. Um, But uh, there's going to be a lot of long rebounds. There's going to be a lot of transition clips. And uh, I think for the fans, it's going to be a fun one.
0: No question. I had to chuckle when you mentioned that John Nilley gives his players the green light because I remember in a game (laughs) of the Big State Tournament 2, I guess it would have been three years ago, uh, Taylor Pierce shot, I believe, 22 three-pointers in a single game, and I couldn't believe that that That's was... That's
3: just crazy. It's,
0: it's crazy, <laughs> but then when you make 10, it's like, well, I, if you're still shooting 50%, I guess you can shoot as many as you want. Uh, it is amazing. <laughs> Trisha Biffer joining us. That She's is- the uh, head's women's basketball coach for the uh, Montana State Bobcats, and uh, Coach, I want to ask you about one particular addition to Idaho's roster pretty good luxury to be able to bring in a all-league caliber player as a graduate transfer and that's what Idaho did they brought in Gabby Harrington and it's not just a graduate transfer it's a grad transfer who played in this league for three years at Montana before joining Idaho uh, but Harrington's been outstanding I mean I thought she flat won them the game against Idaho State last week uh, in Moscow um, and she, I mean she's a, such a unique player in this league because she's this slashing sort of guard body but she rebounds as good as anybody in the league too so what sort of Energy? Do you think she brings to Idaho, and what sort of addition do you think that's been for the Vandals?
3: Well, number one, you talked about experience. I, I think uh, anytime you can get a kid with uh, experience, not not only at the Division One level, but even in the Big Sky level, now you're bringing a kid that's familiar with the conference. On top of it, I, I think that's that's a that's a huge thing, and and I think she's just really shining on. She's found a good, good fit um, as far as. Uh, Uh, what she brings to the table, and just being able to to go into areas that she's really good at. And uh, she does, She's, she's a guard that can post up and she can get to the foul line and she can shoot the three and she's got a really quick trigger. So, you know, I think for us, once again, it goes back to the respect of everybody across that board. I think when we've been more solid, it hasn't just been locking in on one or two kids. It's just as a unit, um, how we're how we're how we're defending the ball, and, and they're going to earn and hit some threes, and we just can't panic panic with that, um, you know. If she's starting to hit those that ten that you're talking about, Taylor Pierce, we basically need to be doing an adjustment at that point. But um, you know, we just got to kind of have the resolve that they're going to earn some of those outside shots. Uh, we just want to make sure those are contested shots.
0: So there you go, Trisha Benford from the Montana State women's basketball team. And uh, their game's canceled, unfortunately. But um, we will catch up with them next week. And uh, what we got to do now, though, is we got to get to Danny Sprinkle. His teams do have games now. They've been off for 10 days. They got their games against Idaho State canceled. But the Bobcat men, they do play against Idaho tomorrow and on Sunday. So here's Coach Sprinkle from earlier this week.
1: Hi, this is Kim from the Wingate in Missoula. If you need a break from the everyday same old, same old, we want to be your home away from home. With comfortable rooms, a great breakfast, and a super fun indoor water park, the Wingate of Missoula is the ideal place for a quick getaway without having to go away. Let us give your family a little quality time together, or ask us about our birthday parties. Work like an adult, play like a child, and sleep like a baby at the Wingate of Missoula.
0: Headman's basketball coach from earlier this week. You're listening to Nuanes now on 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. We only have about seven minutes left, so here's Dave Sprinkle from earlier this week. We're going out the Rangers Brothers RV phone line, as we do each and every week. We welcome in Montana State, second-year head basketball coach Danny Sprinkle. And, Coach, I know you've had a long break, and usually when you have a long break, it's like you're getting back from vacation. It's something I should tell you congratulations for. This one, not necessarily the break you want, but either way, back in the saddle. So welcome back. How you doing? Hey,
4: doing good. Doing good. I'm just ready to get back with the team tomorrow and, and uh, just see their faces again and get back after it. Yo, know, by that time I think we'll have 17 days left until the Big Sky Championship game that Saturday night. So, got to uh, got to get a lot better in those 17 days. Got to get back into shape and get rocking and rolling.
0: Well, as we know, this time of year, this last year period, so much that we can't control. You can only control what you can control. So, do you hope, even though it's been a delay that you didn't want or expect, that your guys are, are hungry and chomping at the bit to get back at it when you get back on in action?
4: Yeah, no. I mean, we we've, we've been on you know Zooms with them, and just talking to them. You know, they're all they're all in good spirits. You know, they're they're excited about you know the last four games of conference, and then and then going into the tournament. You know, I mean, it's something they worked for. They've been through a lot this year, like every other team. And, and uh, now this this is the funnest time of year.
0: When you were uh, hanging out, let's say, did <laughs> you probably watched a lot of films or anything that you came? I mean, were you doing some self scout? Were you scouting opponents? What were you doing over these last seven to ten days?
4: Uh, doing a lot, a lot of recruiting, uh, a lot of like you just said, self scouting. You know, watching our, you know, what what will other teams see where, you know, they too might try to exploit us, or what are some things that we're doing good? You know, what are some habits that we need to change? Uh, you know, to finish the season the way we want to. Uh, and then obviously, you know, I still watched a lot on on Idaho State. You know, even though we didn't play them, you know, and then and then moving on to Idaho. And uh, you know, so I mean, I, I know what we have to do. And, uh, you know, it, it's more about us this time of year. You know, I mean, the things that we can control, we have to control those. And, you know, the things we're good at, we got to still continue to be good at, you know, finishing the season strong. And then, you know, the things we got to improve, you know, we got to find a way to, to get better in those 17 days.
0: Well, I know you're not going to play them until the tournament, if you play them in the tournament, but Idaho State has been one of the surprises in the league this year. They played really well. They're 7-3 and three in conference. So I just want to ask you just because I think it's a school that people around Montana are interested in, definitely a traditional rival of the Montana schools being an original Big Sky school. And uh, they're kind of a mystery within the league because you know Montana still hasn't played. them. you guys don't get a chance to play them in the regular season. And they have pretty much a brand-new roster with a second-year coach. So when you were watching Idaho State, what sort of impressions did you have?
4: You know, like tough and physical. You know, they, uh, you know, they, they execute. They don't beat themselves. You know, I mean, Coach Looney's done a really good job. Um, and, you know, they've had a lot of, you know, COVID cancellations too. Yep. I mean, they haven't played Southern Utah, Weber State, Eastern Washington, us, right. Montana. I mean, that, that's five pretty good teams. <laughs> right. You know, and not not that the other teams aren't, but like Eastern Washington, Weber, and Southern Utah have clearly. Separated themselves from the rest of the league as of, as of right now, you know. Now a lot can change, but those three teams, they're really good teams, and uh, you know. But but I don't say like they're just they're disciplined. They they make shots. They they do a great job defensively. You know, making you score over them and rebounding. You know, and, and that's why they've they've really you know they're seven and three and done a really good job
0: and then transition into this week he's the head men's basketball coach in Montana State his team playing in Moscow at the University of Idaho there's been a ton of reschedulings but this is officially a go for Friday and Sunday so I will get you locked in with the official tip times here shortly but uh, coach uh, on paper you're playing a team that doesn't have a win yet but I think probably from a coaching perspective that might actually be the scariest opponent you can play so what's your scout on the Vandals?
4: No doubt you know, and uh, I mean they're they're way better than their record. I know everybody can say that. You know, I was even talking to a couple coaches in our league yesterday and they're just like, man, they're just, they're like, they're a good team. You know, they execute, they got good post guys, they got some guards that can score it. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, they just haven't broken through. Uh, but you know, we, we got it. We got to do our job on Friday and Sat and Sunday. And because uh, I know we're going to get their best shot, you know it's senior night. They have four seniors, you know it's their last weekend playing at home, and, and uh, so we're we expect to see them you know play their two best games of the year.
0: What's the message to your team in terms of the way that you need to start, particularly because Idaho has been so close the last couple of weeks?
4: Yeah, I mean, with our team, I mean, when we get off to good starts, it almost puts it—you know—it puts us at ease. You know, we, we play more free offensively if we start well and make a couple shots early or get stops. And so, you know, I mean, I think any time you're playing on the road, you know, you definitely get the better start you get off to, the more it helps you just to get that confidence early
0: on. The last two weekends out, before you guys had to take the break, you did play, in my opinion, the two best teams in the Big Sky Conference this season in Weaver State and Eastern Washington. So when you were going over that film, what sort of things did you take from that, and, and what sort of areas do you want to see improve uh, this upcoming weekend?
4: You know, we did some really good things in both games, you know, offensively and at times defensively. Um, you know, I think the one thing we kind of ran into was – You know, both those teams made shots. They made tough shots. You know, Weber State made some really deep threes in both games. Um, You know, Eastern Washington, you know, they can just score the ball at such a high level that if you go through a three-minute spell where you're not scoring a basketball, you're down ten, and they're too good offensively to come back when you get down ten. And so, you know, we 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 need to do a better. There's a lot of things that we need to improve. You know, from you know getting some long rebounds some 5050 plays that we just didn't make uh, you know closing out with a high hand you know against teams that can shoot like that like the little details that that's that's what has to get you over the top and we didn't we didn't do that against those two good teams and so you know it's good that we can show our film when our guys do get back in the building and and uh, you know because there's a lot of stuff that we got to shore up if we want to beat you know those top teams
0: so you go Danny sprinkle second-year head men's basketball coach for the Montana State Bobcats. Appreciate him joining us as he does each and every week. They play tomorrow night at the University of Idaho in Moscow. About an hour away from Tip at Dahlberg Arena, Idaho State, playing at Montana against the Lady Grizz and the Montana men. They're on the road in Pocatello tonight against Idaho State as well. Thanks so much for riding with us on a Thursday. We'll have recaps of all these basketball games for tomorrow. Our resident chick who doesn't know sports, Carolyn, will be swinging by as well. I'm sure that'll be packed full of plenty of entertainment, plenty of laughs, and uh, maybe even have a guest appearance by a special little birthday boy. My brother Brooks Nuana is coming into town for his big 3-0, and uh, he might swing by the show as well. Either way, he'll be on the show. He might just be here in person if he can get here in time. Either or, we might talk to him on the phone as well, and probably have a little Grizz Greats action for you as well. I share some podcasting clips with you too. Appreciate you listening. Nuanas now, each and every.